The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, hosted by Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Dr. Relly Nadler. I'm Allison Childs with the Center for Creative Leadership. Kathy and Relly have helped thousands of people like you become better performers, managers, and leaders with their unique approaches to coaching. Dr. Willie Nadler is a master level certified executive coach with the International Coaching Federation. A psychologist, corporate leadership, and team trainer, Dr. Nadler brings his expertise and emotional intelligence to all his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. Dr. Nadler's Leaders Playbook provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers. For more information and free tools by Relly Nadler, go to www.truenorthleadership.com. New York Times bestselling author Kathy Greenberg wins hearts and minds around the world with her internationally acclaimed books on the new science of happiness, including what happy companies know and what happy working mothers know. Kathy is available for a variety of consulting and coaching programs where you can learn to apply her unique happiness equals profit business formula. For more on Kathy's coaching, tools, consulting, and keynote speaking, go to www.h2cleadership.com or www.whathappyworkingmothersknow.com for free tips and downloads. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Rowie Nadler. We have Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my co-host, who will join us in just a second. Between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. We're really, really happy today to have Harvey McKay. He is the author of his new book, number four on the New York Times bestselling list, Use Your Head to Get Your Foot in the Door, Job Search Secrets No One Else Will Tell You. So we're going to pick Harvey's brain about that, and he also has a... uh, some free offering at harveymckay.com, and we'll get him to talk more about that. But many of you know Harvey is the author of five New York Times bestsellers. His first two books, Swim with the Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive and Beware of the Naked Man Who Offers You His Shirt, have been translated into 37 languages and distributed in 80 countries. Both books were on the New York Times number one bestseller list and are also listed by the, uh, the Times among the top 15 inspirational business books of all times. Harvey's latest book that we're going to talk about today, Use Your Head to Get Your Foot in the Door, um, arrived and is brand new just in February of this year. His other books have include uh, Dig Your Well Before You're Thirsty, Pushing the Envelope, both which cracked the New York Times bestseller list also. Uh, we Got Fired, and it's the best thing that ever happened to us, and that was in 2004, became his third New York bestseller, uh, New York Times number one bestseller, 
and his books have sold more than 10 million copies worldwide. He is also one of America's most popular and entertaining business speakers, speaking on the average of once a week to Fortune 500 size companies uh, and associations. And let me tell you about my co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. She coaches leading executives and entire companies on the applications of her proven happiness equals profit strategies. Kathy is the co-founder and renowned executive consultancy of H2C uh, and its happy companies, Healthy People. And she is the author of multiple bestsellers and much-in-demand conference speaker. And you know, Kathy and I always want to bring you the best in current leadership topics, like we're going to do today with Harvey McKay, interviews with proven leaders, and we want to provide evidence-based best practices to help you develop more leaders in your organization. Kathy, welcome. Thanks, Riley. I'm very excited to learn firsthand from Harvey today and, and hear about this wonderful gold mine of an offer he has for us, too. But before we get to Harvey, I just want to remind our audience of, a, of just a few simple things, and that is that, of course, we all know that leaders are the heartbeat of any organization, but most leaders will, will frankly, underestimate just how much they influence others. And as a result, well, none of us perform to our best, and it's so important to recognize that we can do just just a few things differently. Just a few things differently are going to really improve our performance and those around us. And in all of our shows, Relly and I try to bring you wonderful people and authors like Harvey today who's going to talk about his new book and he's going to give us some tools and tips that he has for free on his website. But we're also going to talk to you on every show about how to develop more leaders in your organization, certainly what happy companies know about performance and something about emotional intelligence and positive psychology strategies. We love to share anything we find out about brain and neuroscience contributions to being a top performer and certainly something about generation, and gender differences, which are really important if you want your entire organization to perform at their best. We love to share work-life balance practices, strategies for managing your, bo- well, managing your boss and yourself, and also self-management tools and tips to be your best, which is what we're going to focus on today. And of course, my co-host, Dr. Relly Nadler, is a master level certified executive coach. And for those of you who don't know, there are only about 700 master certified coaches worldwide. He is a psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer, and Dr. Nadler brings his expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training, and Dr. Nadler's Leader's Playbook provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers, and stay tuned. There's a new edition coming out very soon. Thank you, Kathy. Yeah, you know what I'd love? If you could just share with our audience some of the science sure. behind leadership development and why we have this show. Great. Well, let me do that, and then we'll bring on, on Harvey. Well, in leadership development news, we talk about leaders, obviously, and the reason is leaders have 50 to 70% influence over the climate of their team. So that's a huge amount of influence that leaders have. And one of the reasons is that emotions are contagious. And if you think about that, the person uh, who is the most contagious is the leader. They are the emotional thermostat for the team. And one of the tips uh, of being a star performer is trying to get people into the top 10%. And one of the ways to do that is this whole aspect of emotional intelligence when compared to how smart you are, IQ, or your technical expertise, this idea of emotional intelligence is a sense of a tipping point and gets people into the top 10%. 
Why the top 10%? Well, if someone is in the top 10%, we'll hear some tips from, from Harvey also about how to do that. The person is twice as valuable to the bottom line as someone in the 11th through the 89th percentile. And we, also, we all know that training is important in organizations, but if you add training along with coaching, there's about an 88% boost in productivity. And if you can get just a few things, a few tips that we can get today from our interview with Harvey, these micro-initiatives, these can cause a macro impact. If you want more information from Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my co-host, her site is www.h2cleadership, and there she has her happiness books, tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching services. If you want more information from me, Dr. Riley Nadler, my website is www.truenorthleadership.com for emotional intelligence books, some free EI assessments, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching boot camps. And Harvey, we want to welcome you to the call, and then we'll do a little brief uh, intro. <laughs> they have been looking forward to it. Thank you very much, Kathy and Relly. Well, we already gave some of the intro. We're just going to say, mention a couple of things, and we're going to jump right into it. So we know you're one of America's most popular and entertaining business speakers, speaking on the average once a week of Fortune 500-sized companies. Toastmasters International named you one of the top five speakers in the world, so we're very privileged to have you. You're a member of the National Speaker Association, and you're also the chairman of McKay-Mitchell Envelope Company, a $100 million company that you founded at the age of 26. And we know McKay now has 500 employees and manufactures 25 million envelopes a day. You're a graduate of the University of Minnesota and Stanford University Graduate School of Business and Executive Program, uh, the executive program there, and you're an avid runner and a marathoner, having run 10 marathons and a former number one senior tennis player uh, in Minnesota. So I can go on and on with this, but I would love to jump in to ask you some, uh, some of the questions that we have for folks. And what we always like to start off with is, Maybe give us a little background of been who some of your greatest influences, and then Kathy and I will rotate through our questions. No, surely. And again, I'm really uh, avidly looking forward to being with you this hour. Um, I think when it uh, comes to some greatest influences for being a leader, uh, what come to mind, and I have to just speak in the last 24 hours, John Wooden yes. was a friend, almost reached the age of 100. I think everybody listening to this broadcast, of course, will know that name, famed UCLA basketball coach. But there's a couple, there's a couple of things in his book, and I've written columns on them before, uh, regarding uh, discipline. And leaders have to be forceful. They have a point of view, and they express it clearly. Uh, you don't have to guess where they stand. And Wooden once uh, was uh, coaching as Bill Walton was his name, one of the greatest players to ever play college basketball. Uh, there was this uh, incident in the 60s when hair and the people were, were growing their hair way too much for someone conservative like Wooden. He told him to cut his hair. Walton went to the barber, got his hair cut, and came back. He took a look at it, and he said, I'm sorry. He said, that's not good enough. We're really going to miss you around here. And Walton tells the story I got on his bicycle, went right back to the barber, came back, and, and he stayed on the team, and the rest is history. Uh, but that's uh, that's one th just cute little story about Wooden. You have to know leaders want to absolutely have to tell people where they stand, where they are. They concentrate on a couple of big th themes. Leaders are, of course, truthful uh, even when it hurts. And, of course, leaders are consistent. 
So when I look for these people, it's the same thing. Margaret Thatcher is one of my heroes. She did take on a very unpopular theme, and that was the unions in the U.K., and uh, I just might add that she stayed with it, stayed with her program. Boom, people knew where she stood. They did respect her, even the people that did not agree with her, which, again, I think is a huge philosophy. And, of course, people can identify with President Reagan, and this one is pretty close to home because I'm in the envelope business you mentioned just a few minutes ago. But President Reagan had a tremendous problem. He decided to solve it with the flight controllers by staying very calm, very collective, very precise, all right, and very demanding as to he was not going to change because he felt in his heart that this would cripple the country. So the flight controllers could capitulate it, boom, almost overnight. But here's what happened. It kept the snowball, kept the snowball uh, from happening, and I'm in the envelope business. The post office was going on strike the next week. And that would have crippled my industry and the entire USA uh, had he not, again, cut it off at the pass and been consistent with the flight controllers. So those are some just real quickies that I happen to believe in. doesn't matter what your political preference is. I'm just stating what leadership is. Well, Harvey, we're going to take a quick break. So hold your thoughts. You're listening to Leadership Development News, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence? so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Money. We love it, we hate it, and everything in between. You can be the master of your life and your own economics. Join Professor Laurie Lamantia each week for the program, Making Peace with Money. Laurie will help you realize the power to create fulfillment in your life and shed new light on your money madness. You'll learn how to make peace with money and feel the joy and freedom renewed in your life. Making Peace with Money is broadcast live every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you. 
Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. Today, we're really fortunate to talk with Harvey McKay. His new book, which we're going to get into right now, Use Your Head to Get Your Foot in the Door, Job Secrets, no one else will tell you. So, Harvey, tell us a little bit about kind of the why of that book, and then maybe we'll explain about you know some of the specifics of getting a job. Surely. Well, uh, I'm a lucky guy. I've I've written uh, six books. This is my sixth book, and each one's about eighty thousand words. For the past forty years, uh, I've had uh, in the office I'm calling from right now in Minneapolis, my company that I founded, always wanted to be an entrepreneur, still have trouble spelling the word, but that's exactly what I wanted to be. I've had 500 people come through here the last 40 plus years, one at a time. And uh, if you turn over the back of the book, uh, you'll see, Kathy and Riley, that there's a guarantee on the back of the book, and it says, do not read this book. Study it, underline it, highlight it, use post-it notes, and after six months, if you don't have a job, I personally will give you your money back. Mm-hmm. Now, People have uh, just come off of a 30-city book tour, and every interviewer has said, how can, you make a, you know, how can you make a statement like that? Well, the 500 people have been through my front door. About 90% have found what they wanted. In Swim with the Sharks, I guaranteed uh, they get their money back. Five million people bought the book. Eighteen people asked for their money back. Seven of them were my best friends. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm confident in that material inside the book. Having done it over 500 times, that's the reason for the book. So, what do you what do you mean by getting a job is a job? Yep. And I might also add, if I can, just a little PS, sure. not to be self-serving, but but uh, before I I did I did make that offer, and it rose to number four in the New York Times, which I'm of course I'm very very proud of. So I'm confident again in the material. But back to getting a job. Uh, is a job. What do I mean by that? Well, you have to get a routine and stick to it. And it's a 16-hour day proposition. Uh, You have to work harder, smarter uh, than when you were employed, believe it or not. You have to get back in shape. You have to read. You have to surf business sites on the web. Uh, You have to network. Uh, Just a, a an aside, very briefly, a quick little vignette, uh, Getting a Job is a Job was the title of this book for one whole year. And then I sat down with my publisher in about 15 or 20, uh, 30-somethings, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the millennials. The millennials, they're, they're out there in force. And uh, anyway, we had a big, in-depth, substantive discussion, and none of them liked the title. Now, I researched it for a whole year. But I was asking 40, 50, and 60-year-olds. Uh-huh. And you know what they said? Don't put that title on a book. Why? Young people don't want to work. They will think it's hard work. Yeah, they they're free agents. Buy right? 
the book. How do you like that? So that was my subtitle, uh, okay? I was my subtitle, Using Your Head, Get Your Foot in the Door. So that became the title of the book, and boy, am I ever glad I've gone back to press eight times in 35 days. So I'm a happy camper. Oh, that's great. Well, and I think uh, you more so than almost anybody I know, just the titles of your book uh, have been huge in attracting readership. So that's great. Well, I've written, again, 480,000 words, and here's what's, <laughs> here's, what's, here's what's the theme throughout all six books. Are you ready? Yeah. Prepare to win. Boring. Nobody, nobody's going to buy that book, Prepare to Win. But that's the theme throughout all the books. And if you do that, you dramatically increase the probability you will be successful. You will get the job you want. And I might add, this is critical. Uh, this is an A to Z career resource book. It's not just for people that are looking for a job. And I would heartily make a suggestion that everyone have a pen and paper uh, in their hand when they're listening because we forget 50% of what we hear in four hours. Another way of saying this is pale ink is better than the most retentive memory. I want to repeat that. Pale ink is better than the most retentive memory. What do I mean by that? (laughs) I mean, again, that you will forget 50%, I repeat, of what you hear and what this broadcast is in exactly four hours. Therefore, when you come out of an interview, write it all down, okay, as what we call the post-interview. Now, Harvey, I'm very excited about um, something that you've said, which is tell me about this, this... this Mackey 66 as it relates to business and job seekers. What is that? Sure. The Mackey 66 is kind of the entire thesis, uh, I guess my whole being. <laughs> it's in Swim with the Sharks. Uh, if they hit my website, harveymackey.com, they'll get that free 1295 book on networking, which will help them uh, for sure. They can download it in a matter of minutes. Uh, but the Mackey 66 is something that I developed when I was 21 years of age as a salesperson. Again, became an entrepreneur at age 26. But, but you wouldn't believe how much we know about our customers. The IRS wouldn't believe how much we know about our customers. And I'm not talking about their taste in envelopes either. We want to know, based on routine conversation and observation, what a customer is like as a human being, what he or she feels strongly about, what he's most proud of having achieved, any status symbols in his or her offices. So when you're out there looking for a job, you have to use the McKay 66, which, again, is on the website, no charge. I sell nothing on my website. All right, but they have to read the reception room, the waiting room. They have to read the walls. They have to read the desk. Uh, again, Aureli, if you or Kathy are interviewing me, I want to see the books behind you, you know, when you're interviewing me, in case I've read any of them, and I want to comment on those books. I say jokingly, I can't work uh, at our company unless you can read upside down. <laughs> Just kidding. But, but, but these are some of the right. things you have to do. You have to, in other words, humanize yeah. your job search. And so that's kind of what goes along with what we, Kathy and I talk about is, is this idea of uh, insight and, and empathy, some of the emotional intelligence things of really being able to read others. So especially in the interview situation, that's you're saying, that's critical. 
what, you know, what's the person interested in? What are some of the things that they want to focus on? And then would you then ask questions about that? You just nailed it. Uh, uh, Relly, if you're interviewing me, uh, I want to CAT scan you and MRI you before I get to the interview, though. Uh-huh. See? And that's where there's 10 pages in the book on the invisible web. So I guarantee you, if both of you are interviewing me, I'll know where you went to high school, where you went to college. I'll know if you're a Democrat or Republican, independent. I will know where you take your vacations. All on the invisible web, and I'll find a common denominator. We have 3,000 accounts we call on all over the world, okay? And guess what? There's no such thing as a cold call. We know everything we can and find out as much as we can about the buyer. Same thing on a job search. Why shouldn't you know about the HR human resource person that you're interviewing? No one does that. So to every listener out there, humanize your selling strategy, and look up the Invisible Web again if you like the book. And if you don't even like the book, you can go to my website, and you'll find out no charge about the Invisible Web. And let me say to the audience that if they were going to interview Harvey McKay for a job, they need to know that you were a number one ranked senior tennis player. You won the Horatio Alger Award. You were in the Business Hall of Fame in Minnesota. You were let's see, a key person in bringing the Super Bowl to Minnesota, and Fortune Magazine refers to you as Mr. Make Things Happen. How's that? Well, you're very kind, and I I certainly appreciate that. Uh, But the bottom line is this. um, uh, Practice makes perfect not true. You have to add one word. Perfect practice makes perfect. So if you practice the right concepts over a long period of time, then you can't do anything else. You know, I, I have a swimming coach, I have a golf coach, I have a, I have a language coach, I have a marathon coach, I have a humor coach, I have a skiing coach. And I've got 20 different coaches Is over right? my lifetime, and I have 10 current coaches. Guess what? Okay, all that means is that I'm making an investment in myself, I'm not spending any money whatsoever, and whatever my God-given talents are, whatever my God-given potential is, that's it. I can't get any better. So I really strongly believe in industrial psychologists, career coaches, anywhere you can get the help, make the investment. And again, you will dramatically change the odds of being successful. Well, the other thing that I think is so interesting, because we're talking about a job, uh, applying for a job, but it's also around having influence. So what you're saying is pervasive, that to have influence, all these things about reading others. And so let me ask you a question specifically more about, um, you know, interviews. What are the two or three questions every interviewee should be ready to answer? Well, the, uh, you, you have to, again, you have to prepare to win, as yeah. you well know. And so, therefore, the key questions are, and there's 20 questions in the back of the book. His name was Einstein. I think he was number one in the world. I studied at his feet for over 15 years in maybe 25 different countries. So I really reaped a lot of benefits. But just two or three salient points might sound a little corny, but people ask him. That's all. You have to be a realist. Uh-huh. You know, what are, you know, criticize yourself or what are your faults? Mm-hmm. Well, you can turn that into a positive, assuming it was true. You, If you're a workaholic, that's what an HR person would want to hear. If you're a perfectionist, that's what an HR person would want to hear. Uh, so you have to be prepared for that. What have you been criticized lately uh, for? And then, uh, and then do you agree with that criticism? Uh, you can be asked that easily, which is in preparation. Uh, manager, if you've been a manager and you've had people reporting to you, did you grow your people? 
Did you grow your people? And then, of course, here's what's really important. The more answers, okay, that are measurable, the better they are. I want to repeat that. The more answers that are measurable are better. They'll ask you where you want to be in three to five years. Don't ever say, I want your job. Believe it or not, a lot of people think they're aggressive, and that's a nice answer. You know, I'd like to be where you're sitting. Well, that's like saying, officer, I wasn't speeding. Just can't can't answer it that particular way. So there are twenty questions back uh, in the in, and again in the back of the book. Those are some salient points right there. Teamwork, you know. Tell me about teamwork. It's a great buzzword. And then let me just put a P.S. on your question. When you leave that interview, don't start your car. All right, the pale ink story again. Just get your pen and paper out and start writing down the exit strategy. Okay, of what happened in there. Who did I meet? Did I mispronounce their names? If I had to do it all over again, what questions did I forget to ask? All these different things are critical, okay? Harvey, one of the things that um, I'm very interested in, in listening to you talk about is staying motivated during a job search. I was on ABC News a couple weeks ago uh, talking about how difficult it is for people to stay motivated and stay in a positive framework uh, that they can use to carry themselves through all this rejection. What, what would you say when people ask you, how do I stay motivated? Well, we have to look at the facts. Let me just set the table, if I can, for you very succinctly. As we speak, 14.8 million people are unemployed, out of work. 6.3 million have been looking for seven months or more. That number was 1.5 million five years ago. Wow. Federal Bureau of Labor Statistics, all right, they say that there are six, eight to ten people, depending on which studies we're looking at, all right, that are lined up every time you interview. There's eight, nine, ten people behind you. Also, the average college graduate, he or she, will have three to five different career changes, if you can believe that or not, in their lives, three to five career changes, and 10 to 16 job changes by age 38. So that's what I call a just a perpetual job search. So how do you stay motivated? Back again, Kathy, to your question. Well, you have to understand, and you used the key word in the whole book, of course, the number one word in the book, rejection, because it happens to virtually everyone. I've never yet met a successful person that hasn't had to overcome either a little or a lot of adversity in his or her life. And I think most of you and both of you, most of the listeners for sure will agree with me. So rejection, it's not permanent. It only has to be temporary. You do not have to take it personally, which is critical. I'm a lucky guy. Lou Holtz is, is uh, well, he's my closest friend. We're joined at the hip. We're basically brothers. Wow. He's a Hall of Fame coach, University of Notre Dame, 11 years coach, head coach at Notre Dame, again, in the Hall of Fame, uh, uh, best friend for 25 years. Holtz got fired at Arkansas. Frank Broyles fired him. Comes home to his wife, Beth, says that he's going to sue the school. You know, sue the, sue the athletic director, Frank Broyles. His wife, Beth, talks about it. He goes back and apologizes. Guess what? He wouldn't have gotten the Notre Dame job if he hadn't done that. So, what, oh, so what's the moral? Story. What's the moral? You have to learn something from every single negative experience. All the hiring, all the firing, mergers, acquisitions, consolidations, downsizing, restructuring, right-sizing, 
you have to learn something, and here's another triple. But Harvey, Harvey, yep. hold that thought. We're going to go to a break. Okay. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News, so don't go away. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, whathappyworkingmothersknow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Have you heard about sustainable investing? Simply put, it's investing in companies that commit to a resource to enhance the quality of life so it is not depleted or permanently damaged. And that means that resource will be around to benefit for the future. Join host Kara McMillan for Demand More, a program that will take you behind the scenes of sustainable investing. You'll learn to create wealth and feel great about it. In this economic period, you can lead, follow, or run away. It's your choice. Tune in Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Harvey McKay. His new book just came out, Use Your Head to Get Your Foot in the Door, Job Secrets No One Else Will Tell You. And one of the things I particularly like, Harvey, that you are just talking about is the value of learning wherever possible. After the interview, the preparation, just the whole value of learning. And so before the break, we were talking about um, staying motivated 
uh, with rejection. And uh, any, any more you want to say about that before we? Well, move? surely, uh, just one, one other, one other added thought, which again is is I, I think critical. Yes, to learn something again, Holtz, Lou Holtz, as we're talking about Notre Dame coach, learn something from his firing. But on all these situations, try to also learn something positive, which is important. So. From that, uh, uh, I, I just I just love it. There's a, there's an old expression: when a person with money meets a person with experience, here's what happens: the person with the experience winds up with the money, and the person with the money winds winds up with the experience. So so you have to have a lot of experience. You have to have some miles on you. And every time you go for an interview, every time you have any kind of experience, try to learn something, but learn something positively from it. Now, one of the things that you say is also important is volunteerism. And so many people out of work are learning that they can gain job skills by volunteerism. So, yes. so what, what, what is that um, as an important component of your books? Well, uh, and again, if I could prioritize, I would say this would be one of the one, two, three uh, key points in the entire book. So it sounds like you memorized the, the book. But uh, um, if you get, again, downsized, restructured, laid off, whatever, but also if you have a job, if you have a job, doesn't matter, but let's say you're out looking for a job, immediately you go to your heart and you find out what am I passionate about and you become a volunteer. First, second, or third day that you even get laid off, doesn't matter. And why do I say that? Well, one-third of my life has been volunteerism. And so volunteers, nonprofit organizations, all right, they have three problems today. Number one, money. Number two, money. And number three, money, which means you have to go out and raise money. You have to knock on doors. You have to make presentations. What does that mean? That means you're going to get a lot of rejection in, in asking for money, but that's going to help you fight the rejection when you're out there looking for a job. It means you're going to become a better salesperson, of course. It means you're going to become a better leader. You're going to become a better manager. You might have to manage some people inside that United Way or mine is the Salvation Army here in Minneapolis where I'm, where I'm calling from. Now, it also means you're networking with that organization and everybody knows you're looking for a job. It means you might even be hired by that volunteer organization. But above all, above all, those, those ideas I just threw out, here's the most important. You feel good about yourself mm-hmm. in a down period. That's the reason why volunteerism is critical when you're out there during the job search. I love that. Well, and I think, you know, for uh, Kathy and all her work, you know, with happiness and positive psychology, we know, I think, from volunteerism, when you give to someone, um, many times there's this release of dopamine, and you're feeling pleasurable, sometimes even more so than the receiver. So that's a way to really keep people upbeat and, and positive. Without question. So you mentioned about networking. Uh, say a little bit more about that. You said networking in, in regards to volunteerism, but why is that in, important in, in regard to finding a job? Well, uh, I just had mentioned 67% of all jobs are found through networking. Hmm. Not even sure that I mentioned that, but, but they are. And that hasn't changed the last uh, 20, 30 years. I don't think it will change the next 25 years. But people have to understand the word networking. It's not going to an event, a symphony ball, a chamber of commerce meeting, whatever. 
okay, church, synagogue, doesn't matter, and just collecting someone's card or getting their name and address or their email, whatever. That's not networking. And I can, I think I can boil it all down uh, to maybe just a couple of sentences. And my father taught me this. He headed the Associated Press for 40 years here in the Twin Cities, was a writer. And he said at age 21, right after I graduated University of Minnesota, when you extend your hand to meet someone, you know, how do you do, Kathy? How do you do, Relly? Right to your brain bank, you say to yourself, what can I do for Kathy? What can I do for Relly? And now here's the key. Expect nothing in return. And when you do that, over a period of a lifetime, as far as networking goes, you dramatically, again, will increase the probability you will be successful. Expect nothing in return. My father never made $10,000 any one year. His goal was 10000 He made nine, but never got to ten. But guess what? He lived like a millionaire because of his contacts, because of his friends. So we're not talking just money here. We're talking, more importantly, we're talking happiness first. Find something you love to do, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. And that's what you can do with networking. That's why it's so very, very important. And you have to keep it up. You know, your antenna has to be up all of the time. Have we got time for one quick little story? Well, sure, I'll sure, let you go with your questions. That's all. I was going to say maybe very quickly, because yeah. uh, this is so important on networking, the meticulous spender kept track of every penny he ever spent at the airport, newspapers, candy, gum, whatever. All right? He wrote down every single penny he ever spent. He only had one problem, meticulous spender, one problem. He never stopped to add it up. <laughs> what good does it to have a network if you don't, if you don't creatively keep in touch? And that's what you have to do, creatively keep in touch with that network. I love it. That's, that's so profound. And my dad used to say, extend your hand and expect nothing. It's so fun for me to hear you say that. I feel like I have my, my dad sitting here on my shoulder. That and, 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 and again, it, it, it's, it's so simple. I know, but we it's, don't think of that. It's we so, really don't. It's just so simple. It's, uh, uh, but just, uh, again, every listener out there, just, just try it, please. <laughs> For 30, 60, 90 days, just stay with it. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 they, and they just will not believe it. Now, I want to ask you this. This is, this is really killing me. I've got to ask you this. What does it mean when you say expose yourself in the privacy of your own home? <laughs> oh, I'm glad you picked that up. That's the number one fun chapter in the whole book. But again, probably, probably in the top five. When that downsizing, restructuring, again, right-sizing comes and you're out there looking for a job, immediately write to your living room. Okay, go get a video camera. You should have, everyone should have, okay, a kitchen cabinet. What's a kitchen cabinet? That's two, three, four people, all right, that, that you trust and that care about you. Caring is contagious. Help spread it around. They care about you. And so they're like your board of directors, just like you hopefully are part of someone else's uh, board of directors or kitchen cabin, and they come over to your home, and now you're going to expose yourself with that video camera, and they're going to flail away at tough, substantive, in-depth questions on your next interview. They're going to grill you. What's going to happen when they do that? All of a sudden, you're going to be better poised, well-poised for the interview. You're going to be prepared. You're going to have confidence. 
very, very important when you go into that interview now. You can handle it a lot better than if you didn't. Let me give you a quick example. Let's say we're all members of a law firm. All right, really, Kathy, Harvey, we're all in the same yep. law firm. We got a big case we just tried, four-week case. Now the summation to the jury tomorrow morning. Do you think we're going to go in there and give our summation to the jury without practicing in front of our partners? Of course not. So why shouldn't every job applicant in America, okay, be practicing over and over and over again as they go through the process? That's why, again, I'm confident after six months they will have a job. Well, these are great tips. And you know what I also like? Because, you know, from our intro, Kathy and I always like all this evidence-based. You've got a lot of great research. And I think one of the interesting questions is, if you're able to pick when you should be interviewed, you know, first, last, middle, recency effect, primacy effect, um, where where's the best place to be interviewed? Well, everybody thinks that, you know, we're, 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 as we grow up, what are we taught? We're taught that first is best. In job searching, first is worst. Mm. You do not you do not want to be at the front of the line. And just think about it. Let's just analyze this for a moment or two. All right? You want to be as close to the decision making as as you can get. Uh example I already said people forget. You know, right? 50% of what they hear. So boom, all of a sudden you've interviewed somebody first, second, third time and there's 8, 10 interviews. You forget. You're not really close. You're all of a sudden the warm-up act. Okay, for what might be the ultimate decision. Just think about Hollywood for a minute. And think about, think about every single time uh, Hollywood is handing out their, their, their honors. What happens? The Academy Awards. What happens? Well, I'll tell you this. Three quarters of the movies in the last 25 years, and I'm a lucky guy. I sat on Robert, uh, 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 Robert Redford's Board of Trustees for the better part of, oh, I think, 12, 13 years, and I learned this. All right, three quarters of the movies come out the last quarter. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they're the ones that win all the awards. All right, those are the ones that win all the nominations that are out the last, the last three months. So that's the reason why you want to fight to be last. And if they have to tell a little white lie, uh, you know, that, that, that Wednesday is a better time than Monday or Tuesday, then I think that's okay, a little white fib. Well, Harvey, we're going to... Uh, uh, go to a break right now and uh, we'll be right back. This is Leadership Development News. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence? so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. 
To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On mind, brain, and body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, whathappyworkingmothersknow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. This is our last segment, talking to Harvey McKay here talking about his new book. And Harvey, you mentioned this before, but talk a little bit more about it. in the job search, why preparation is so important. Surely. And if, if I may, and if it's okay during this, this yeah. segment, just like to mention, if any listeners out there want to go to harveymackay.com, M-A-C-K-A-Y, they can receive a 1295 book, no charge, gratis, free. Okay, they can download in a matter of minutes uh, how to get a job. That's called the Harvey McKay Rolodex Network Builder. And I'm very proud of that. Uh, in there is a uh, one-hour speech that I gave at the Harvard MBA program. Uh, it's my whole life, uh, incidentally, as to how I view jobs and searches and success. And so that's there. The McKay 66 is on the web- website. Uh, all different things, and I sell nothing on the website, so I would encourage all of them. Back to your back to your wise preparation. What was the question? Preparation yes. is so important to, yep. to a job search. Um, uh, well, again, I've written... Um, I've written six books, times 80, 480,000 words, and uh, the, the theme through that whole book, again, is prepare to win, and let me explain. Everything is preparation, preparation, preparation. I do a lot of uh, commencement speeches, 
and uh, uh, having just come off uh, one recently, but uh, do one uh, at least uh, one every other year. And so I went to Penn State one year, and, and I wanted them to remember me. So what did I do? I went there for a week before, stayed for a day and a half, interviewed the teachers, but I put a wig on and a mustache and heavy glasses, horn-rimmed glasses. If they knew I was the commencement speaker, they, would, they wouldn't have told me the truth, I figured. So, boom, what did I do? And I would get up and I'm introduced at the commencement, put on my mustache. You know, over my, I've got my robe on and I look official and put on the horn rim glasses and the whole nine yards and I start speaking. Do you think those, do you think those students remember who their commencement speaker was? I would, I would say so. Yeah. So, so we're, we're constantly doing preparation. Here's one of the best preparations you can do for a job. Again, let's say you're working for Target. Not to working for Target, but I mean you're you're going to apply at Target, and it could be at Walmart, doesn't matter. But let's just say you're you're applying at Target. Well, know thy competitor. What does that mean? Do your homework, prepare to win. Go out and go to the Walmart stores in your area. Talk to the store manager. Let them know that you might even apply at Walmart. Take a look around. Keep your antenna up. Ask a lot of questions because every interviewer in the country, if not the world, they want to hear the following magical words. I've been doing a little research, and here's what I found out. <laughs> look what you can do, okay, all right, by telling them the research you've done on their competitor and then put some of your creativity and suggestions there. I guarantee you, you'll be a finalist. Oh, you, I love it. I if love you it. just do that little preparation, I'll give you another little guarantee, you'll be a finalist. Now the two of you are interviewing me, you're, me, your HR people. Fortune 500 company, doesn't matter if it's a privately held company, you've got 25 employees, but you're interviewing me. Interview goes for an hour. I think it went pretty well. You said you'll be back in touch. I go to my car. I have a Hallmark thank you card. Gorgeous, fabulous. I'm going to handwrite it. Right that moment in the car, I'm not starting my car, dear Kathy and Relly. Okay, I've been out there, as you know, looking for a job for three months. This is my sixth interview, but this is the job I want, really want. And here are the reasons why. From the interview, one, two, three, four, five, what I learned. Okay, and then you go back and deliver that Hallmark card right to the assistant or secretary, who then will take it into you. So I've been gone more than 30 minutes. I guarantee you I'll be a finalist. Little things mean a lot. That's not true. Little things mean everything. Oh, I I couldn't agree with you more, and I think people really love those small human touches. Just like you said, humanize the job, you know, read the room. When people get something like that from a person who's interviewing with them, it means the world. That's great. It's a full-time differentiator You've differentiated yourself from the other eight applicants. Who are going to send an email, thank you, by the way. <laughs> That's right. You know, I sent out 150 emails and I didn't get a lick. I mean, hey, there's a human being hiring you. Do a little research. Prepare to win. Find out who's behind that title. Address them. Call them up. Whatever. Go to your alumni association if you graduated from college and have them look up, are there any people working at that ABC company I'm going to go interview at? And then call those people. Hey, I went to the University of Texas. Okay, I see that you did too, and I got your name from the alumni association. I'm having an interview with Kathy Orelli. Can you tell me a little bit about them? A little bit about your company. Bingo. You're a finalist. That's huge. That's huge. Well, you also have some uh, great 
research just about, you know, Americans. Yeah, I think I, I see here that, you know, 30% of Americans hate their jobs. The average person you, you already mentioned has 10 to 14 job changes by the age of 38. So, so why are these skills so important to master? Um, that you're well, well, it all comes down, if you want to summarize maybe a little bit what we're talking about, how do you climb that ladder? How do you keep your job if you... If you didn't and were unable for a for a you know a myriad of reasons why why you don't have that job, all right? How do you get that new job? You have to just kind of put it all together. And so, in in very brief summary, it's Toastmasters International, best kept secret, not in America, in the world. Uh, I'm a graduate, active in the program. Uh, my kids are, of course, my three children. Now their grandchildren, as they get older, in about five or ten years, they'll be doing Toastmasters International. They'll be a graduate of Dale Carnegie, uh, which, of course, I'm a proud graduate of again. And so you take the networking and put that together. You take you take the Toastmasters. You take the ability to, to communicate. You take the volunteerism. You take the networking. You put all this together, the kitchen cabinet, all the things we've been talking about. Put it all together, and again, that's why I've got a smile on my face, and I challenge any, any listener out there, you'll have a job in six months, or again, uh, you'll get your money back from Harvey McKay. That's, uh, I think that just tells the gist of what we've been talking about. Well, Harvey, I have to say this has been a very intriguing interview, and somebody who's a, a lifetime learner, as you are, teaching and continuing to share everything that you do with so many with so much passion is really rewarding, and, and it's, it's just fascinating and wonderful to listen to you. Well, thanks very much. It's a, it, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing like getting up in the morning, and, and you can't wait to get to work. We call it TGIM at my company here. Thank God it's Monday. We know that of our 600 people now on the payroll, 80% can't wait to get to work on Monday. How do I know that? I've been calling them in the last 45 years. So, so, and getting constant, immediate, unfiltered feedback. And I want to make sure everybody uh, gets that um, Harvey McKay uh, goldmine book that, that you were talking about earlier. Can you give us that website? Thank you. Again? Thank you. Yeah, just go to HarveyMcKay.com. That's M-A-C, right? K-A-Y. K-A-Y. It sounds like we're saying that Mickey Mouse tune or something. <laughs> M-A-C or M-I-C. Anyway, and, and they'll get a free 1295 Rolodex Network Builder for a couple of minutes. They can download it. They'll wind up with 16 good questions and, and ways that aren't in the book that I wrote. Uh, they'll find the Invisible Web. They'll find the McKay 66. On and on and on. It's all free. We're there to help. And that's the name of the game. Well, Harvey, thank you so much for taking your time out of your day. This has been very delightful. I'm sure very informing for all our listeners. And this is Leadership Development News. Tune in again. And thanks, uh, thanks again, Harvey. Nice to be with both of you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.